Welcome to episode 123 of the Holdback Rec podcast. And we're talking about all the fun things that happened at Pomona, how awesome it was, and how much millions of dollars everybody sold. Right, guys? <laughs> Just <say> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But first, really quickly, sponsor shout outs, fetdna.com for all of your testing needs. Use code shit happens for $5 off the crypto panel. Uh, because shit does happen, and sometimes you gotta test it at dna.com. Sponsors. Oh god, I can't remember what they what they all do. Uh, Shane Kelly put out a new video, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but he has a new intro, and I think it's really cute and fun. So check it out. He maybe thinks it shouldn't be cute, but I think it's cute. So. <laughs> but he has lots of ball pythons, and he's. His husbandry pro is always up to date because he has too many snakes and he doesn't know what to do with them. So check out Small Town Exotics. Bravo Zulu Ball Pythons is this weekend going to be at the Midwest Reptile Show at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. So if you're a local yokel, please go and support her. Tell her I sent you because her husband is going on a trip to Morocco in the summer and he needs those sweet snake bucks to go. And we want to support him in his, his dream, right? We love it when we have snake partners that have real hobbies okay <laughs> so bravo zulu ball pythons so ball pythons justin is going to be at the portland one day show on january 13th so if you're uh, in oregon or up i5 in washington drive down there tell them i sent you and he and andrew will both be at pack noirs on january 27th and 28th Selling ball pythons and Andrew will be selling rodents as usual, toys, adult toys, maybe jewelry, gopher cocoa, lizards. Who knows? Andrew's into all of it these days. Powerhouse Are ball pythons, newer, newer used. You have to ask Andrew. <laughs> Do you know, he, he for his like sponsor shirt, he's like, I need a 5x shirt. It's actually really hard to find 5X shirts. How does he clothe himself? Do you know? It's hard, yeah. He's, and he's not like, he's a big boy. Where do they grow him that big from? <laughs> You're going to meet him tomorrow. You're going to have to like, I don't know, hug him or something. Like his <laughs> ankles. Something like that. <laughs> Last one. Gray Family Snakes. They just picked up a clown double hit DG G stripe to add to their various high end ball python projects. So I guess they're in the the G stripe clown game. So congratulations, Gray Family Snakes! Thank you for your support. Thank you all the vendors for your support. I probably forgot one. Yes, I did. Uh, Chris at BNS Reptilia. He'll be at the Baltimore Repticon this weekend, also 13th and 14th, and then the Oaks. At the PA Greater Philly Expo Center on the 21st. Still a 25% off sale on whatever you want. Pituophis, Longicata. He has some balls still and some bloods. And that was it. Those are our sponsors. We love all of them. Thank you for supporting. Did you, did you do your female and military sponsor? Yeah, Bravo Zulu. Her husband's going to Morocco, so you got to go buy her snakes. Oh, busy. Okay. <laughs> It's okay. She got, she got a second plug. It's fine. <laughs> oh, all right. Also, thanks for all the super chats from last week. Introducing Chair Coon. 
<laughs> all the complaints about like the creaky chair. I have a new chair. Here he is. Thank you. All right. Let's get to our guests. It's been long enough. Quickly, like a 30-second elevator pitch introduction type thing. Elzar, you go first. Oh. Yeah, you're Paul Melazar with 5150. Reptile cribs and things. And basically just built PVC racks, enclosures, and displays. It doesn't matter. Thanks for having us back yeah. on. This is Randy and Carla. Um, design Creations, Ball Pythons. Thank you. Try not to embarrass you too much and <laughs> get people to leave. <laughs> um, Eric with Blackjack Reptiles, uh, mainly Ball Pythons and some other stuff now and then. So, yeah. No, you can't buy the old chair for sexual purposes. What's wrong with you? <laughs> wow. God, whoa. Come on. Uh, chair king. They can sell little <laughs> one by one swatches of the seat. Hmm. Yeah, we can really monetize. Uh, <laughs> hold back history. I can't see any of the comments. You have uh, to go to right, click on the comments thing. It's on private chat by default. Top right. Yeah, and if anybody has any questions, uh, we can go with that. Also, First, in case you didn't know, Jess, you are uh, deep flowering, Elazar. I am. You are. Oh yay! <laughs> Did, are you the one who breeds boas? Also. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, what What's your boa game currently? Before we get into Pomona, what like uh, projects are you in? Um, focusing on the. Uh... Honduran T-positive stuff right now. I mean, I have Nick T-positive. I have, like, coral stuff. I have... I just picked up some sharp stuff, but mainly trying to work with the Honduran T-positive stuff just to get better combos and nicer colors and patterns and stuff like that. Are you going to go for angels? No. Uh, I, I was, but I can just pick them up from either Freak or my buddy Harry from overseas. Finally? Yeah, they're they're available. They're pricey. They're beautiful, but uh, no, I, I think I just want to keep the actual just the T-positive Enduring with other stuff. I already made some IMGs uh, heads, so I do have like Sumatan IMG had to positive under and stuff that I'm that I held back. I held back the whole litter from that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you're here. It'll give good perspective. Yeah. All right. <laughs> First question How was the bathroom placement? I know Eric was, I mean, you talked about your placement before, maybe was not as fortuitous, but now you were next to the potty. Was that good, bad, stinky, fresh? You get a lot of traffic. Uh, and and people who are waiting for their significant others to come out of the bathroom when you're next to the bathroom. So I'm not sure if that's better or worse than the snack bar, but that's where we were. Do you feel like they, yeah, while they, they were loitering, they were looking at your stuff? Like they were engaging with your... <laughs> okay. They were staring at their phones. Oh, they were staring at their phones. They were at Josh's frogs. They were somewhere. Yeah. Even like the cages, like the PBC cages, they weren't like, oh, maybe I should browse 
the cages or something. I mean, yeah, a lot of people with hopes and dreams, but not, you know. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of people looking, but I mean, towards the second day, I think I did a little better, but I think people were just there mainly to look and buy some of the lower end stuff, if you will. Like, you know, probably I think the people that made the most money was like the, you know, 50 to $100 stuff. I, okay. I think I don't know. I don't know how everybody else feels, but that's what I think. Happened. Does everyone feel like they sold only low end stuff, or for the high end stuff at a low end price, maybe? Oh. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. Or it was an or... interesting show. It was a it was a fantastic show. It was one of the most busiest shows that I've seen. That were, as long as we've been doing it, it was packed. But yeah, I mean, I guess first and foremost, were... right? Yeah, huge props to Rami. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Rami yeah. always puts on a fantastic show. He promotes the shit out of those shows. There are lines to the moon and back before the doors even open. Like, the, the place was packed from start to finish both days. Yeah, I think it was the yeah, largest was... amount of vendors that they've had. 300 vendors, maybe he said, or something like that. So. Do you know how many tables there were? If there was 300 vendors, how many tables were in the building i want to say he said 800 tables or 400 booths mm-hmm. or something like that i mean it was gigantic we were we were packed in there as much as we could be like, yeah i had anxiety walking around i didn't want to leave my cubicle <laughs> looks like rami's saying 700 tables right there so it was it was there you massive. go that's cool thank you for being here by the way uh and 400 booths the man himself in the building yeah, yeah. Thanks. okay so do you think so you think it was like lower and stuff do you feel like you brought the right mix for that crowd or do you feel like maybe you were still trying to bring stuff that they weren't that interested in on accident because that's just what you had to sell it's super tough like we had stuff across the board you know some higher end stuff and then some real low end stuff because we always plan that you know those new keepers just want something pretty and cheap and mm-hmm. But, you know, how do you gauge what you can sell something at when somebody else 30 tables down is selling something twice as good for half the price? You know, so it's just tough. Mm -hmm. Um, But you work with them, too. Like, I'm not going to give me the right offer. It's like. Did everybody cover their tables? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, out out of our group, so. Outside of this group, there's one other person who was there at the show. We had another person who was going to be there but couldn't make it. And so uh, one person, I think, may have not, but I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't know that anybody did, like, record sales. But, I mean, the, the economy is also just in a place where it's tough. And mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, I sold – I moved five balls. I had some other stuff, too. But, like – those five balls, the, the 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 low end was two hundred, the high end was three ten. Like there was a very just small window there, like where people were buying, right? So we covered our booth, we covered our hotel, we didn't cover our bar tab, <laughs> <laughs> or, or your auction winnings. Or oh, auction winnings. What did you get from the auction? Crickets? Crickets? Yeah, we, we were cheap this auction. We 
We lucked out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got boxes of crickets. Really? But okay. Box- I thought you meant like crickets as in like you didn't want to say, so the crickets were chirping. But you no. know, you literally got cr- sure. crickets. <laughs> Yes. 2,000 crickets with no place to put them. Um. <laughs> I don't think she knew quite how many crickets were in the box. No. She Do you have stuff that enough. eats crickets? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Not good. Not that many, though. Like but four, they don't live like four very things. long anyway, so. Yeah, have you tried banded crickets? They're like my new favorite thing. They're almost immortal compared to regular crickets. They're like, I don't know if everyone should store them or what, but like you know, a couple carrots in there, and they're actually pretty good. I only order crickets once a month now. Off topic, though. Okay, focus. How many? Uh, that, go ahead. Back to the auction. Then that was a. It was a great auction. It was packed. It did a good job. There was Do you know how much they raised? Thirty-nine thousand, somewhere around there, was total. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it def- the game definitely went up when uh, Mr. When Mr. Miguel Garcia walked through the door at the beginning of the auction. So. Oh, he showed up. Yeah, yeah. Was was there like girls there was, or whatever? There was some bidding wars on stuff. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is fantastic, right? Because it's all good for US Arc. So, mm-hmm. was he vending or just showing up, coming in? He he literally showed up for the auction. I think he went out with some guys afterwards, and I don't know. I don't know if he was around the next day or not. There's a cricket battle in the chat. How many hognos did you sell, Eric? Uh, did Marshmallow pull one out for you? What do you think? Marshmallow did great. Oh my yeah. god, Marshmallow yeah. for president! I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. No, I sold three snows and one normal. Oh wait, no. Three snows, <clears throat> one normal, and a super arctic that was part of a trade. Did you have to make them like show price, or could you get like a retail price? To sell them, no, and they they were price retail. Bless Marshmallow's heart. I swear he's like doing doing I, the Lord's I, work. I will say I had like six more snows under the table. Could have done right, more. but three is better than zero. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, what kind of boas sold, um, or what morphs were people interested in? Because but most boa people are. Not boa people, they're just like cash, right? You know, no, so we had a few, but uh, the ones that I took, I think only took three of mine. The rest was like, um, VP, uh, Annery had VPI stuff, call stuff, and I sold a uh, it was I only sold one bow, and it was my buddy's. It was a hypo jungle double head Annery call, so okay. that was it. it was it just, it was just like one a bow, pet person. No, she actually was looking for that specific snake to uh, grow and pair pair up with. Oh, was it a female? No, it was a male. They needed a male, and uh, they had a female already that was that they were growing. So it worked out pretty good for them. Okay. Yeah. Boa sales are always like beguiling, right? I because I'm like, it's gonna take six years to grow up. They're like, this is the exact (laughs) one I need, and I'm like, three hundred more dollars, you could buy one. Right beside it, that's like a visual VPI instead of like a head. They're like, I can't afford it. I'm like, six years, brother, five years, six years. Buy buy one that'll be slightly less outdated by the time it grows up. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I guess it depends if the other one's already ahead as well. You, you, I mean, you don't really need a visual, but if you're trying to make a visual, then yeah, 
you're gonna have to wait. I mean, a male will breed at 18 months, and then the female will breed at four years if she's got decent size on her. But some people yeah. like to wait five, six yeah. years. I mean, a lot of mine don't breed, especially the little locality ones. Like I have a Sigma that didn't breed till she was 10. Wow. She was big enough. She just didn't feel like it. It wasn't cool enough or something. All right. We can't complain too much on the show. All right. Let's bring up the drama since somebody asked. Did you watch Dan Maleri's uh, video? Uh, at, and his little it, no. like. N- nobody? Okay. I will uh, ad lib it. Summarize it okay. I will summarize. So he's a importer of. I'm assuming you guys know who he is. Importer of like Southeast Asian, you know, pythons and rare colubrids. He'll like worm them, clean them up, and bring them to the super show and sell them. Like that. So, so that's what he does. And normally he gets his wife to like go around and like film other tables to show stuff. But in this video, his wife wasn't here. So he said he walked around. And so that at the end of his Pomona show, like review, he was just like, there are way too many ball pythons here. What are you guys doing? You guys are dumb. He didn't say that. I'm adding that. But there was an implied like <laughs> there's a flood in the market of ball pythons. There's too many that are too old. He's like, it's good I for me and for my business because I'm obviously not doing that. So I stand out more. And he's like, it's fine. But but he's just like asking the ball python industry what they're doing. So, I mean, for those of you that breed ball pythons would you like to respond and if you do what what would you say to the the assertion that the pomona super show is too full of ball pythons so, i mean it's pointing out the obvious right like is this <laughs> earth shattering news i don't i can't he's, he's, he's like this is cr- more target? So <laughs> do not watch this punk report <laughs> i don't know it's, it's a reflection of everything that's going on everywhere morph market mm-hmm. you know shows like there's too many ball python breeders it's it's not news you know we have a lot of them so what do we do with it um got to be responsible breeders you know we got to be not just breeding to be breeding mm-hmm. it's hard to compete with the guys that do it full time for a business and want to put out everything so uh, but at know, the same what, time what they're struggling too because they're dealing with these decreased prices and trying to cover costs to stay keep their head above water so they're they're absolutely probably more they're more incentivized to drop prices than anybody right now because Mm -hmm. they have mandatory bills to pay yeah yeah like if their payroll comes they have to pay it no matter what nope nope that's a lot of problems we had with judging what to charge for our stuff it's because like what we were saying earlier like you got people selling double visuals for 500 bucks how can i sell my head forging combo for three or four hundred i mean why would anybody it just doesn't make sense so it's hard to gauge but it's not going to be like this forever you know so mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's the same discussion that we've been having for what the last year since this kind of dip started right i mean mm-hmm. yes there's too many ball pythons on the market but breeders have them they're trying to move them can't fault them for that uh Shows are full of ball high pylon breeders. This is no new thing. Uh, but it goes through cycles just like everything else. At one point in time, ball pythons were the draw. That's what was bringing people to the show. And they were seeing mm-hmm. other people's animals and doing them benefit. Right now, ball, ball pythons aren't selling like hotcakes. And um, everybody's just trying to do their best to move their product. And 
but it's 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 nothing new. It's nothing different. It's it's the same as it's always been. The market's just changed. I do feel there's still a draw, though. We had, I mean, I didn't sit down one Absolutely. second of the show. We had people there the whole time asking questions, learning, wanting to, you know, just anything they could ask. And I, I love doing that anyways. So, I mean, it's like what we're talking about. We, we're just focusing on our projects. We're no longer, like, chasing what everybody else thinks is cool. You know, it's what stuff that we want to make. So at the end of the day, if we have it, we have it, and it doesn't go anywhere. Cool, because I'll make more cool shit with it, you know. So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, and I mean, I'm not gonna sell you know, a two thousand dollar animal for two hundred bucks, you know. It just doesn't make any sense. So. And then you hear these breeders all the time that go out of their way to specifically make bell clutches and banana clutches and all that stuff. And I personally don't do that. I don't produce any clutches just for show sales or anything like that. My byproduct mm -hmm. is my byproduct, but I'm not going to lie. At the show, I had, I don't know if I had any inquiries about bells, but I had numerous inquiries about bananas, not banana combos. Yeah. They didn't want anything with other stuff in it. They just wanted straight bananas. Like, <laughs> the, the, it's like the, the, the market that never dies. So, like, there's a lot of ball pythons. This is not earth-shattering news. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Marcos does bring up another point that he made, which was that he was worried that if people couldn't get enough money <clears throat> to sell them or couldn't move them in a timely manner, they would just be, like, dropping them off at rescues. Which, sure. But, like, is that that different? You know, even during peak covid the rescues would get ball pythons and they just rehome them. I, I, I heard I, that about ball pythons, though, that a lot of people are saying, oh, they'll make them either snake food or something else, which is, I mean, kind of sad, but, I mean, it's like, why breed so much if you kind of know that? I mean, I don't know. That's just my opinion. <laughs> exactly. So I won't intentionally breed anything for, for snake food. Uh, I won't intentionally anything to like my false water cobras that is a viable animal that can be sold on the market as snake food mm -hmm. farm, anything like that yeah absolutely they'll go to a false water cobra but why do people breed them if they can be used as food the same like, reason that people breed the gnolls right <laughs> some people use pets some people use them as food it's just different needs for different people listen i just made a clip of an old podcast where we were deciding which rare gecko species to breed in mass to feed <laughs> like anteresia and you know other rare like expensive pythons where the cost would be worth it i'm actually like pretty okay with breeding a ball python specifically to be fed to something else i don't think you need to though because you just produce double head males on accident that's just me though i don't do it but it's fine right somebody's got to eat somewhere and some things are, are obligate uh snake eaters like cobras so i don't know um any other comments oh i'm trying to keep track of it <clears throat> do you think okay i know junior was there did he do really good he always has like a crowd of 13 year old girls around his table like fangirling over the hog noses did, did, were you near him busy, enough to see it he was busy zooming around the show in his go-kart <laughs> what? I saw the go kart. He wasn't even selling. 
no I, i'm sure during the show he was at his booth selling i i don't mean during the show but that, that's the most notable thing i saw out of junior was the, the go-kart was awesome and he was zooming all around there in the mornings before the show and during setup and stuff like that uh during the show can't tell you because we were all busy manning our tables so mm-hmm. i know it's a big venue I'm assuming it was too far away. Who could you see from where you were? Like, did you see other kinds of vendors? We were right next to Josh's Frogs. We were right next to JTK. JTK. Um, uh, we were, who else was there? Uh, the, the guy that was in front of me, I forgot his name, but Randy said that, uh, I think, the, remember the guy they added last minute who wasn't there before? Ryan. Yeah, they, they packed. We were packed in there. They had Rich McCall behind us and then Andre from Avian out of California. I can't remember what the name of his shop is, but um, where we were, we didn't see a whole lot of anything besides people in the bathroom and uh, in our uh, Well, ATK had a bunch of monitors and stuff like that. And there was another guy. He, he was pretty cool. I, I want to say his name was... Frank, but he's the one that bought my display at the end, but he has a, some cool monitors there. I think he has some white throats, some black dragons and stuff like that. How did he do? Or did he look like he... Uh, yeah, I think he did okay. Okay, cool. Uh, and I think they JTK always... did okay. Yeah, they always bring a huge crowd. Like, that was another thing. Like, our area was swamped with people. Yeah. They were all looking at the, the monitors and, you know, with their backs turned to everything else. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you feel about so, like before you were near the food stand? Is that still sort of towards the back of the building, or is that in the middle? Middle. No, I would I would trade everything to get back there. We'll have to see what Romy has to say. Maybe I can say a few more nice mm-hmm. things here. Because <clears throat> like if the, if you're in the middle, they have to hypothetically if they go all the way to the back, they'll hit you once and then hit you again on the way back. But if you're already at the back, they only see you once. So there's some uh, yeah. thing, maybe like, there's, there's lots of people seen. I saw like six times too. So oh, there was know. like diligent lookers. Absolutely, of... yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think so we were in a bad spot. I mean, oh, even if we were all the way at the back, I mean, it was still super crowded back there. I mean, everybody goes to the back regardless, unless they're going okay. to find something specific, then they'll buy it. I think they'll buy it as soon as they see it. They're not going to look for a deal. They're going to be like, all right, this is what I want. I'm taking it. You think? I mean, I, I feel like there's so. two that, styles that, of browsers. Like the ones well, that check everything first, like a like a yeah. PTA, like No, and like, I'm saying is there's a there's a, a small percentage of the people that do that. But mm-hmm. most of the people they'll go all the way to the back to see what they could see or if there's any better deals. And I think maybe nine times out of ten, me and Randy spoke about it before. Uh, if they see something back there that they like, they're not going to walk all the way back to the front to try to buy it. They're going to buy it, especially if they're on their way home. They're just going to buy it back there and then take off. Mm-hmm. Well, then there's Eric? the opposite of that, too, because it's such a massive building. Like, they start at the front. They make all their yeah. way back to us. And they're like, I got half a building to look at still. Right. They're like, I'll be back. And then they go down the other side to the front. I mean, I'm old. There's no way I'm walking back to the back twice after <laughs> i've already made a, a loop it depends, it depends which way they go so like if you walk in from the from the main entrance and you go to the right like my sister did she was like walking everywhere looking for me and then finally she glanced and saw the purple cages all the way to the left so she cut across but mm-hmm. she started on the other side and for people that are just gonna you know browse and look i mean it can work both ways because if they do walk on the left and then come back out the middle like you said then 
I guess it would suck for the people on the right side. I have a spicy question. These big shows, they very rarely have two entrances. I've never seen one like that, like that are like, you know, protected with tickets. It would it be fair or doable to have two real entrances to lo- shows that are this large? What do you think about that idea? Personally, I think it would be great. I think that I think from a show promoter perspective, and I'm only guessing here because I'm not a show promoter, but I think you've got uh kind of your your high rollers or your your supporters or whatever your sponsors that uh get premium placement at the front that if you have two Mm -hmm. entrances it's hard to guarantee them that level of visibility whereas from a vendor perspective um i don't want to be in the front so um because people move past you too fast to go look at yeah so we did a show in tucson recently where i was at the i literally right by the front door the worst show I've ever had. Uh, well, second worst show I've ever had. Because mm-hmm. like it was one of the first tables that people saw when they walked in. They weren't ready to buy yet. They weren't ready to... They just, oh, this is cool. I'm going to come back and look at this. And I didn't see him again for four hours. And by mm-hmm. that time, they already had an armful of stuff and they were walking out and spent all their money. So like, I think the front is a great place for kind of informational, educational, uh, US ARC, that kind of stuff. Um or even like Timberline, where you know, hand out all those free bugs, whatever. I love Timberline. But, but, They're like my yeah. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but but for me, from my perspective, I don't want to be the first thing they see when they walk in because I'm gonna be the last thing, and that means they're not gonna buy anything from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that spot you had in Tucson was definitely bad. Yeah, it was like yeah. right there. Does Rami allow you to pick locations, or is it just sort of like filled in? He'll yeah. work with us depending on how many tables we need. You know, like we had we had a good location, but this one we brought in. Like we were talking about, we got Elozar in there, and we got uh, Marvin in with us, and so we needed more tables. Um, and so our location that we had had previously, you know, we weren't able to fit everybody in. So Rami worked with us and, and got us the spot. But, Rami um, says it's first come first serve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the people who have front booth don't do as good as in, in the back. That's after yeah. being in the back. I was a hundred percent agree with that. I mean, right. my logic when thinking about through the process, I, I mean, there's pros and cons to every spot. Right. But right. when I walk a show, I'm going to walk that, that specific show front to back. Confirmed. And, <laughs> and I may not buy anything until I have seen everything at least once. So once mm-hmm. I get to the back and I've seen everything, I'm going to kind of inventory in my mind, hey, this is what I saw that I might want and target those things to go back and look at. At which point, I'm the last thing. Hey, what the hell? I know, dang. <laughs> wow. Uh, at which point, you know, being in the back, we were the one of the last things that people saw on their first run through and precious in their mind. So that's never oh. a bad thing. What about PVC sales? Do you think they were like, it was there like a loading dock in the back that they could load into their car? No, we had to walk them all the way out to their cars. So um, you would maybe want to be closer to the front. What do you think about that? Uh, I'd be happy. I'd be happy being in the middle. Or it, I mean, it didn't bother me. I can go off the side exit. It was a long walk, and but 
It was no big deal. I, I did have some people go around to the hotel parking lot because it was a little closer and I didn't have to fight with too many people coming in and out with mm. a dolly and a big cage or a rack. So I just come out the side door that was next to us and walk out to the back and it was a lot quicker. But a lot of people couldn't find it or they're like, oh, no, I'm at the handicap. I'm like, all right, we'll just fight through all these people, get out the front doors and just take it to the parking lot. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, thank you, Morphorium. Yeah, hit the like button. We're having hit fun. What? What? We're doing fun tips, tips and tricks. All right. A long time ago, Jen asked about other colubrids that weren't hog noses, king snakes. I had some snakes. of those. Do you think they were doing well or nobody cared or? No, but I mean, I had a few lookers and the few people that I seen carrying them around. I mean, they paid pretty much for what I was selling them for. And I'm like, man, I would have gave you a deal. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, they would glance at them and look, oh, those are cool. And they just keep walking. I mean, I would tell them, hey, you know, this, I'll work a deal. I'll give you a good deal. Just so I don't have to carry it back. I, you know, in my head, I was like, I'll slash the price in half just so I don't have to take them back. But uh, I get it in half. I've got that variable king on my table that's been there for the last four shows. And I'll tell you what, at this point, the first person to say, I really want to take that home, it's it's, it's in their bag. Like, yeah, yeah. I I mean, is it a female? Like, no, it's a male. Damn it. Mail. I know. I was saying, ship it to me. <laughs> oh, I might just ship it to you, anyways. Yeah, I might take it. I've been looking at those green line <laughs> on Morph Market. It's and not I'm a like, green line. Oh, I, 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 I take any. I don't have any right now. <laughs> but yeah, the green lines are awesome. Now the only kings we had were like uh, what was it, two albinos, and then uh, the rest were like we had some like Brooks and some Sinaloan and some Conants and stuff like that. But that was it. Nobody wanted the Sinaloans? No, I was surprised. I know they're kind of like rare now. Like you <laughs> used to see them all the time. And I I almost never see them now. You used to see Hondos or I was know, I was Nelson's willing to take 120 bucks for one. <laughs> yeah, I that's crazy. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's that's why I think Dan is like confused, right? Because everything is a soft market. <laughs> Exactly. Everything yeah, exactly. doesn't matter how rare it is. If he was just like, "Well, I sold out before we even got here, and I had it was mostly pre-orders." It's because people were like, "Damn, what should I invest in right now that is so rare, no one else has it?" And so when I go to breed it next year, I will be the only one with that species. So wild caught, very rare, beautiful, large colubrids would fit that bill. But if you're breeding anything normie, <laughs> you know, even if it's kind of rare but normal like sonolans nobody cares right i like dan though i'm not trying to be mean to dan i just thought it was funny that he was just like ball pythons are the worst and i'm like i breed boas and everything else and ball pythons usually outsell boas on the same table and outsell cord snakes and outsell whatever rare colubrids because people just know what they are right right they're still selling. I mean, value, aside, yeah, value aside, I sold more ball pythons than hognose. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and people know it's a buyer's not. market right now. Like They know they can come to you and say, I'm only going to offer you half. Like, it is what it is. Do the pet people know that, though? Or is that just like the breeder? I had pet people coming. I mean, uh, no. for, <laughs> They're like, for repeat. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say several of my sales this weekend were actually repeat customers that come and see us every year or every show. Um, so that was good. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like coming up, just new keepers. Like you got three hundred bucks on that, will you take one hundred and fifty? It's like uh, that makes me feel gross. Sorry, <laughs> like like a gross old old timer who's been in the game a long time, offering you a little bargaining session makes sense to me, right? right? But like an innocent new person just getting in who's already trying to bottom dollar every step of the way. And I always worry about that. Like, do you have enough to take care of them? Do you have, you know, all the equipment already? Have you done the research? Like if you're just asking for your first snake and you only want to pay a hundred bucks because that's what you got in your pocket. Then I get to worry a little bit. Like, do you have a thermostat? And You know, do you have the right enclosure? I had somebody ask for the military discount on a, Twenty dollar snake and a forty dollar snake, like they were buying two. No. I was like, "No, I I'm get in the military. That all the time. You give me a military discount, I give me more money." <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't say Those that. Are, you get asked military discounts all the time, don't you? All the time, and uh, it's like first they ask like, "If I buy this many, can I? Uh, how much would you do?" And I'm like, "Well, wholesale price starts at this quantity." And they're like, okay. And then what about military price? I'm like, well, I mean, wholesale is as low as it goes because uh, anything under that, I'm not really making a whole lot. So, I mean, PVC is expensive. It's not, I mean, I hear people always in the East Coast saying, oh, we get it for like $90 or $110 a sheet. That's not the case over here. They're like, we get it at uh, Home Depot. Home Depot doesn't carry it over here. And the one they do carry in the East Coast in Home Depot, it's got textured and the, uh, it's not as uh, dense as what you buy from a you know supplier. So, are the PVC supplies better now? Like, are you able to get it's better uh, now? Yeah, okay. yeah, they're better, but they did go up in price. They pretty much almost doubled from you know pre-COVID. So I know it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, are people giving you a hard time about? paying you for them you know like is that the problem too is they're like they just so, can't afford to yes pay it? some people just can't afford it but i don't like i learned my lesson before where people would just order and i wasn't taking deposits and then they'd be like oh, i don't want it so now what i do is i uh, if you want to be added to the build sheet then i you know require a 50 percent deposit and then the balance is due when it's finished and ready for pickup mm-hmm. so Just kind of weed out all the you know flakes and stuff. Yeah, a lot of people get in trouble. <clears throat> I mean, we've seen it a lot. I don't know if you'd like because PVC's hearts, people will use you know builds that they're pre-selling to pay for the PVC for the cages they're working on currently. And so they get right. sort of overwhelmed. You know what right. I mean? So I for example, if you want to order, I don't know if you can see that four by mm-hmm. two by two. Those things I sell them, they start at four hundred bucks and they go up from there depending on what you want in events, fixtures, stuff like that. So I'll ask you for a half, and that doesn't cover all the materials. I'll put the rest of the materials in my pocket, but at least I don't have to pay out of my pocket for the whole thing. Right. So that'll cover some of the costs. That'll keep me, you know, because I, I learned the hard way. Now I used to do that. We're like, okay, yeah, like I said from before, I, I wouldn't ask for anything. So I had to come out of my pocket and then I was always having to, you know, figure out the next, you know, build and stuff. But some of these people do use some of the deposit they get to finish, you know, the previous order because they don't know how to manage their money, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, there's been 
relatively infamous cases recently, like with, I don't know, they're out of business. Dragon House did that. Right. Went under because of that, in, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, not in a weird way, in like a totally platonic way. I'm, I'm going to step away for one second. I'll be okay, right Okay, yeah. All right. Okay. So we covered colubrids. What about like invertebrates? Were they popping off? I keep seeing every time I go somewhere, I'm like, why is that praying mantis guy blowing up? I think it's because they're cheap and they, they come in the cage, the little plexiglass, and it's like a whole set. Where you I saw it. entirely too many people walking around with hatch your own chameleon eggs. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, was, he was on the back wall right over by Husbandry Pro, I think. Are people, do they get a care sheet or something? Uh, it comes in its own box and it's all, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do with things. Yeah, it has it, instructions it. on the box. Okay. Maybe that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Back Is he didn't the bug guys were doing good. Lots of bugs that we were seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that might. Like, I don't really care about bugs that much. Let me be honest, but you know, like they're they're cheaper cost, and like if you're, they do cost a lot to maintain, like tarantulas or whatever. But they make a trillion, and if you don't like them, you just whatever they do to them, put them in the freezer. Oh, I have too much inventory. Put it in the freezer. It's a tarantula. Who cares, right? Maybe hey. they don't feel that way. But listen, wow, wow. They make like more transport. eggs than they actually need. Just that's saying. called that's called the evolution and survival. Right. Well, we don't need all of them to be pets. Well, not all of them are going to make it. Good. <laughs> By me putting them in the freezer. Wow, you're a spiderist. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Arachnist? I don't know. I don't know. I was watching Shane's video and I'm like, I'm not sure I care about spiders that much. I had a, a pink toe and it was fine. I just didn't. He was fine. I just. Or didn't you get a tarantula this weekend? Yeah. Did you? I got, a, I got a tarantula because your daughter got a tarantula. Yeah, that's how that worked, right? <laughs> what kind of tarantula did you get? A Brazilian blue. Are you going to breed them? No. Or just as your. Pet? Just raise it up and let it get big and blue. Okay, that's fine yeah. too. Yeah. And then I'll Her ship daughter it to is you. getting into like tarantulas, <laughs> and she tries to win them at the auction, and she doesn't know the difference between old world and new world. So well, she'll win an old te- world. Technically, she she did okay because that one was new world. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but it's a feisty new world. So her first one she bought was an OBT, and realized she <laughs> yes. couldn't hold it. Yeah. The first tarantula was an OBT. How about that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's not just because you can put them in the freezer. It's just the uh, <laughs> look like they're cheaper. That you sell them for cheaper. The cost of production is cheaper. You could sell them isopods in a cup, which it was. It's sort of like an overdone trend right now. I keep waiting for people to be like, "There's too many isopods." But then it keeps going. But nobody cares there's too many isopods because they're just like, whatever, I'll throw those in the freezer too. <laughs> well, because 
because they die. They, they, like I think eighty percent of Isopods bot die within the first forty eight hours. Forty eight hours, really? <laughs> no, I think they die just eventually, right? I just keep being like, why are people still paying twenty dollars for a cup that they're gonna throw into bioactive, never see the crested gecko will, will invariably eat, and they'll need to buy another forty. It's a good like gimmick, right? To get forty dollars out of somebody over and over again. <laughs> you probably have you probably have roly poly followers. I wouldn't call it a gimmick. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I have had them, and I think they're like pretty cool. But I'm. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, it's the same thing I used to get from underneath the bricks in front of my mom's house, right? <laughs> just, just prettier colors. I think Wally's here. He's like an isopod seller. He's like into it. Bless I, I almost heart. bought some expensive ones. That I'm glad I didn't because they were just too expensive. Those spiny or spiny Japanese, whatever. It was like 600 bucks for like four of them. And I'm like, I'm glad I didn't buy them. It'd be nice bucks. if they stayed 600 bucks. But then like, sure. if once you somebody gets good at them, they'll come down just like everything else. Right. Um... They were calling you daddy earlier, Eric, so I don't know how you feel about that. It must be Chucky, his son. Chucky. No, it was, it was Dylan, actually. Oh, I can't see any of the comments. My husband has over 30 tarantulas, spiders, centipedes, etc. Yeah, I'm not dissing the hobby. I'm actually saying the hobby's good because, or if you accidentally sell male tarantulas, well, guess what? They'll be dead soon. <laughs> so, like, you know, they have to come buy a new one, right? As far as, like, a, a pet gimmick. Uh, what about lever geckos or crested geckos? I think Altitude was there. How are they feeling? Robust is here. That's why I ask. So, I know Geeky Gecko Creations from Arizona was there. I talked to Frank near the end of the show. He said they did really well. Or well enough for themselves. Uh, I think he said they moved over 40 leopard geckos which is wow yeah that's awesome is he okay spicy question time i don't know if you've noticed but frank is a little runs sort of cheaper prices did you happen to look at his table were they 40 cheap geckos or 40 mid geckos or did you not ask him or I, I, i didn't go into detail no i don't know okay but still 40 40 yeah yeah that's good that's 39 more than what I sold in Boas. <laughs> oh, and I sold three lychees. So there's that. Did you? Oh, nice. Yeah. What locality? Uh, one was uh, 75% Moro, 25% Nuamu. The other two were 100% Nuami. Okay. I was at Petco today and they were selling lychees. Fifty percent off for fi- so five hundred bucks, and it was pretty big, like a juvenile, not like okay. an adult. So, like that sort of blew my mind. So they were well, half guess, off of five hundred, or they were so half five. off of a thousand to a five hundred. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, right. "Who is wholesaling lychees to Petco?" And then I was like, "Is there more lychees in the world than I think there are?" So my question to you is, what is the price of lychees doing these days? 
I'm I'm not gonna say that I was uh, I was very aggressively trying to move my lychees. <laughs> so uh, I, I probably had the lowest price lychees in the building. And you don't want to say what it was? Uh, yeah, what were, were they? They were, they were less than PetSmart. So I've yeah, seen when them. I found out how much they were, I wanted them. I was like, oh. <laughs> where was I when you posted these? I mean, I would have probably just bought them and flipped them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen them for sale, like baby babies, for three fifty to four hundred, and I'm like. Is that the price? Uh, I thought they were more like five hundred for like the least. I would linear. say that the last few shows I've seen quite a few for the four to four fifty range. Okay, I thought they were like super expensive, like eight hundred plus for. So I mean, if I you guess start getting like into like June because they they take a while to grow, right? So if you start getting into like the larger juveniles or adults, the price goes up a ton, right? Mm. But for oh, babies, okay. Uh, it's because they take so long to grow. I, th I think that maybe that price is a little bit more flexible, or if not, I made it more flexible. Sorry, I'm going through chat. There's a lot of uh stuff. And heck, heck, I want Mackenzie talk. I was looking at Mackenzie's and Zebra's and still trying to figure that out this morning. And Striker, actually, this morning. <laughs> Did you see Mark? He's like, Bob Vu said that they're the same. He didn't say Jessica Hare said they're the same. He felt like he needed to shout out Bob Vu instead. I'm like, there, there was a conversation on, on another podcast. The, the, uh, yeah, the, another podcast mentioned. I know, but the, I said it first. People, people talking about the fact that McKenzie and Zebra might be the same thing and asking somebody's opinion. I said it first. I actually said it a long, long time ago when we were talking about Twister itself, like a year and a half ago. I don't think I thought at first. I'm just saying on the internet, I said it first. So I only have so much to be proud of, okay? <laughs> I don't know if they're the same. I don't care, but I think it's a, the same vibe for me. So like if I was even interested in that project, which I think will be like nasty and clown anyway, because it's going to make little dots. Um. I would never clown it or try stripe it. So what am I going to do with it anyway? Okay. We did lychees. We did, but you didn't get to see what altitude was doing. Was he doing those mystery boxes? I didn't see any personally. Okay. I tried I mystery boxes people, at my I, local I, show. I, it was a disaster. <laughs> I saw quite a few people walking around with cresties actually. Which was kind of surprising yeah. to me. Yeah. Wow. Did anybody see anybody walking around with like uh, had your own chameleon eggs? Was that guy there? Yeah. We we talked about that. I think you were gone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I saw I saw probably somewhere between five and ten of those things. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. See. It builds itself. She agrees <laughs> with me that Frank's prices are low. Uh, it's a source of contention mm, amongst leopard gecko people, I guess, is my question. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were, was there any ball python people that seemed, what was like the mood? Because like, it feels, I think we went down another couple hundred ball pythons on Morph Market just in the last week. So we are like moving snakes off of Morph Market faster than we add them. So that part seems positive. So there might be like a turn of positivity 
was what was the vibe? What was the vibe check in the whole room? So I talked to a bunch of people after Saturday, and the general consensus was that I got was people did okay. Nobody said they did phenomenal. Most people didn't say that it was a total tank, right? That they they did okay and that they were content. Um, but um, again, I think that's far less a reflection of the show or um, the the animals than it is the economy and the amount of green in people's wallets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I don't I mean, think we had people. I don't think it's unique to ball pythons, like you were saying. I think it mm-hmm. was universally but i feel like paul python people are the most susceptible to their own self-doubt for some reason well, yeah because there's so many of us and there's so many people trying to move their damn animals and god have a boa person's like well it's gonna take me 18 years to hit this project they just keep going right right don't you agree the they just keep going there's like yeah just take hey, you can't stop till you die how many right but how many boa people Quit their job thinking that they can breed boas for full time. Basically, and... none. Like, I guess that's my point. Right. Like, the people are like, is it that boa people are just a little bit smarter? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's that there's no Chris Hardwick in boa land. Right. I think because because boas are a hard a hard mistress to to wow. to court. You know, slug outs and stuff. So like nobody like sells it like that. Is that why the ball python people get demoralized so fast and like cry? What what else has been interesting is people will like critique whole classes of species. I heard somebody be like, "Fuck axolotls." There are <laughs> way too many axolotls at my local shows, and I'm like, "What? What did they do to you? Where did they touch you? Show me on the doll." I'm like. Some shows have one or two axolotl vendors, but it's not like there's like a plague of axolotls. And so, like, I don't, I don't understand why they like target. The only axolotls I saw were the dolls. Right? Why is he screaming about axolotls? And they'll do it about anything: axolotls, corn snakes, ball pythons, boas, sometimes leopard geckos they'll be like there are way too many fucking just it's something that is a species that exists in the world and there's too many of them and i'm like there are literally no king snake breeders at any shows that are just like dedicated king snake breeders so if someone came into my shows and did it they would do great i think and they're like fuck king snakes and i'm like just because your <laughs> local show market looks some way doesn't mean you got to scream out on the internet like that's overbred it probably actually isn't yeah. i feel that same way about ball pythons sometimes because people are like there are 10,000 ball pythons here. Are there? Or are you just like, you just hate ball pythons. So if you see one, you get triggered and you run away. No, there was a lot of ball pythons. There was. There was also, a lot, of, there was also a lot of humans, but you don't see me complaining. <laughs> I, I complain about the humans far more than the ball pythons. Right? <laughs> right. They're still a major part of the drop. Ball pythons are still one of the most widespread no, nothing, desired nothing ever going pilot. to replace python as king no. of, of reptiles as far as pets go it's just not going to happen mm, not no. to how many better pets, but. how many boa breeders were there do you think uh there was a few i mean roscoe from the pet shop was there uh my buddy jay Zeltwerger from arabesque and more was there with his wife Lori. Oh. 
Um, I had my buddy Marcos's uh, boas there and a few of my boas. Uh, who else had boas? Um, I forgot the name of... Uh, there, there was a, quite a few boa breeders, but not as many as ball pythons. I think the ball python people, uh, you know, were, we were outnumbered <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every time. It's fine. Right. Does Rami do like control the percentage of a category at the show like other shows do or does he just book people whichever way he can first come first serve that's a question he said it earlier first come first serve <laughs> like, uh, like I, i'm sure NRBC, you like don't get in if you read ball pythons right yeah, i'm sure he gets tries to get some diversity like i don't think he would fill the whole show with ball python people and also marcos you can say both all day, but at least the ball python people got off work to go to the show. Really? <laughs> uh, he has ball python, so don't let him fool you. <laughs> oh no, it. what happened? Oh, we lost oh, him. It wasn't oh, me. Marcos just pulled Elzar's internet. Oh no. <laughs> Tell him to come back. Why are axolotls illegal in California? Can you explain that to me? Oh, is that why there were none? Okay. I'm assuming it's because they look like neonatal tiger salamanders, which are because they could protected? become invasive and uh, overpopulate the ocean. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's so funny. All right. Any other like tips or thoughts or stories that you that I couldn't extract from you um so uh, any was there any weird people there like sightseeing wise how many girls I, were, oh, yeah. were dressed up with ears yeah that one was not oh, dad and oh. son it was dad and husband i caught that walking by him oh like a younger oh. You're back. Yeah, they were, they were, Sorry. The, guy, the original guy was older, and then the significant other was younger, but he was in this full dragon suit. Like, awesome. Pajamas. Oh, that awesome. is awesome. So, there were there Super other nice. furries Super or just nice. that furry? I, didn't I think that's the that. only extravagant was... one I've seen. Okay. That one stood out. I, I like the best stories came from the bar afterwards. So, all right. Well, yeah. we should keep people's whatever <laughs> misdeeds secret in that way. I, I do like people watching our shows. And sometimes it's like why I wish I wasn't vending. And so you could just like sit around and like listen to people talking, you know, casually. People are fucking weird. That was happening after yeah. the show. Yeah. There was clearly a lot of people that had come in from overseas uh, to oh, be yeah. shopping. That's there was cool. A, there was a lot of that. Like, what nationality? Could you hear with how they were speaking to know? I, I, no. Asian descent. That's all I know. I can tell. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't tell if they were no, Korean or Chinese by their voices? China. Yeah. I, I would wager probably mostly Korean, but I wouldn't want to. Y'all need to watch some K dramas, some J dramas, <laughs> and then you'll Sorry. learn the, the cadences Sorry. of their language, and then you'll know. Yeah, I would. I would love to seduce any Asian person with 
a, a bounty of corn snakes. Let me just put it that way. I'll just throw a bucket of corn snakes at them at any time. <laughs> so that's let's not talk about seducing. Not on this. No, side. I'll do whatever it takes. I got <laughs> oh. corns coming out of my ears. Lazar's got PTSD from being seduced there. I'm traumatized by <laughs> Asians or by corn snakes. By cougars. Oh, <laughs> oh, this was at the show. This is fair game. It didn't happen at the bar. So it wasn't you know. even at the bar. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. What what happened? Where did she touch you? Oh, no, luckily the enclosures were in between, or else you would have Oh, probably... thank God. <laughs> yeah, she was crazy. In front of her daughter, it's like, damn, calm down, lady. My wife is right here next to me. <laughs> was she trying to she get like, really... a good deal on a cage? Or she no, really she wasn't trying to kill on me. She just... um, no, go ahead, Randy. I was going to say, she really wanted him to carry the cages out to her car himself. But he, he did. made his wife do, yeah. uh, do it. <laughs> I got scared. Squeeze your <laughs> muscles or something on the way out. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. Sort of. Uh, like she, she even said, like, I'm gonna put my phone number right here on the receipt. I'm like, or what? I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. If there's I don't know if I want to go back to Pomona ever again. <laughs> if there's anybody I ever want to fight, it's not Sandy. I know. <laughs> she's short, but she's strong. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, she would be the follow. So did she like say something to you specifically? Or yeah, just you... she just the way she was talking to me and, and like basically <laughs> like eating me with her eyes and her mind, you can just tell and then <laughs> At the end, like, even when she was, even like I said, when she put her phone number, her daughter looked at her because I said, I, I just need you to sign here for the receipt, right? And, Ew, and she put her phone number on there too? Yeah, she looks at oh, me, she God. smiles and said, I'm going to put my phone number right here. And I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself, like, come on, lady, you're doing too much. And then even when she came back, my wife had just walked out with, uh, I think it was a rack or something. And. She's not like, hey, I'm ready. And I was like, okay. I said, let her come back because uh, she just took the cage. I pointed at her because she was walking out. And I said, but we have to wait for your daughter anyway, right? No, no, she's good. She's walking around. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll take it and then I'll come back and get her. And then she goes, uh, when will your worker be back? And I'm like, oh, no, that's my wife. And then her eyes were just like, huh? Like, oh, your wife. And I'm like, yeah, she'll, she'll be back in a little bit. And then it goes past that when I'm loading the cages onto the dolly. And I told my wife, because I didn't want to go out there with the lady anymore. Mm. I felt uncomfortable. So I was like, hey, you take them. And she goes, okay. So when we loaded them up, she goes, I told her, hey, she's going to walk out there with you. So just make way, you know, down the aisle for her. She goes, oh, you're not taking them? And I said, no. She goes, why? I said, my wife's going to take them because people have questions and she doesn't know how to answer some mm. of the questions. And then she still went to say, but that's too tall for her. Maybe you should take it. And I'm, I'm at this point, I'm just like, oh, this lady's doing so much. She's about to get beat up right now by my wife. <laughs> All right. Was she hot? She was just an older, normal looking lady. I normal mean, lady, not hot, just thirsty. Okay. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was thirsty. Out. He's the way too smart to answer that question. <laughs> Yeah, she, my wife even uh, uh, told uh, Carla, I thought we were friends. Why didn't you cog block? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Go down. 
And it wasn't even at the bar. Crazy. Right. She just wanted, she just, I would be flattered, I guess. I mean, for me, if it happens to me, I usually want to die inside. She and, was trying to figure out what the in things is of crimson things. I just felt uncomfortable. Like, you're doing that in front of your kid, and my wife is here, and it's like, you're really that thirsty? Like, I just, I don't know, I just got this vibe. Like, she just kept, like, staring at me. I'm like, lady, stop looking at me like that. <laughs> uh, you can't have watched all of Pornhub, Andrew. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you better go back through and make sure you got it all. <laughs> you put your glasses on. <laughs> What other species? So, okay. I guess we did most of the, the major species. And we talked about Dan. Do you think... I had some underpriced, rarer species uh, mm-hmm. that I brought for a friend. We're not going to go too deep into this because you will cry from biosecurity <gasps> nightmares. Uh, but, um, like, 200 people stopped and pointed and looked and gawked at a Baron's Racer and they didn't buy it. That was probably two thirds of what it should have been. Uh, False water cobra that was probably the cheapest one in the show didn't sell. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people that stopped and said something about them. Hmm. Do you think those animals basically shouldn't go but be pre-sold? Like if you buy them, you pick them up because I've taken stuff that I have a waiting list for to shows and they don't sell because people don't get it or don't care or don't know or whatever. So do you think those there's, there's, there's some niche markets that I think you're going to have a hard time finding a buyer for, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know. There was a ton of interest in the Barons. I was so shocked it didn't sell. Was it a green one or a blue one? Or brown it was one? green, okay. but it just, it literally shed on the way there. It was so pretty. It was so bright. It was oh, so it didn't like, sell. No, it didn't sell. You I should have bought it. it. Yeah, I should have bought it. <laughs> you, you still can, sir. Get I have it. to go. I have to go see them anyways. About some uh, plants for my <laughs> plantidarium is what we're calling it. What about house snakes? Did you see any of those? No, mm-hmm. I didn't personally. Did you ever did you ever walk down to like big ball python section or whatever and see what like I don't know the best dressed and crew friends super friends tables how they were doing or ask them at dinner or something? So, so number one, first and foremost, is that Antoine wasn't there because he moved. <gasps> yeah, I know. But, how did you how did was, feel about that? Bereft? But there was a, there was a cardboard cutout of Antoine there. Yeah, I saw Antoine <laughs> Jr. on Instagram with different outfits on. And it, it, the the number of things that Antoine was subjected to were a little bit disturbing. So, um, uh, yeah, no, all, all of the normal uh, Cali mob guys were there. Uh, Bomb Projects was there, and with their normal crew. Um, and you know, I think for the most part, most of those guys are probably some other breeders, but mm-hmm. uh, they, they seem to be doing decently. Um, but you know, again, I talked to most of them too, and, uh, it was kind of the same sentiment as before. It was, you know, it was okay. It wasn't fantastic. It wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> it's hard when you're like a high end 
ball breeder to do a show like that am i if you don't have enough byproduct to make that you know what i mean like just non-target animals sub 500 and just enough of them so i always wonder like how they're doing if like enough bros don't come in that are in because otherwise you could sell nothing technically right i mean i don't see troy making a clutch of lucy's just for the sake of having a clutch of lucy's right (laughs) no yeah and and they do have cheaper stuff whenever i see them at arlington of course they'll have their like nicer stuff and a row of two to five hundred dollar stuff too every time and arlington's supposedly a big show but it's always seems kind of slow to me (laughs) whatever so they they set it up that way i just like wonder if it's worth it because they're buying so many tables so many tables and i'm like maybe they think it's variety and you know they bring in so much stuff at least i have a better shot of getting rid of more stuff versus bringing just a select few is that a good okay let's talk about this is that a good idea like i'm always like maybe i should go down to one table just to be like cheap and just hope i cover my expenses or should i just go as wide as possible by a whole in cap for myself it depends I, i think it depends on uh the pricing of your animals because if you have i think if you have a lot of stuff that's like cheaper that moves way quicker than pricier stuff because i know even out here and uh some uh friend that he's not here anymore but he moved up he moved out of state but he said with all his you know 50 80 100 stuff i mean he was killing it over 15 grand on the weekend what so yeah so versus yeah, I mean, a bunch of different, you know, just, like, uh, everything. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 I mean, they were buying a whole end cap plus, I think. So it's a, you know, variety of everything. And the people that have like the more higher and stuff, yeah, they'll make, you know, three to five grand, but, mm-hmm. you know, with less animals. So, it, I mean, was I, wholesaling, um, like, were they flipped animals? No, no, this this was this was just for, uh, uh, like, the regular sales. Then at the end, if, if he had somebody that'll buy, like, the rest of, you know, hey, I got, like, 10 effort geckos and, you know, wholesale them out, that, that was different. But, I mean, overall for sales, I mean, they were, they were killing it with the, all the $50, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would, I, I mean, I would get an end cap if I had like a pet store with like a bunch of different animals. I think I would spend the money and get the end cap. Yeah, I think it also depends on your motive for the show, right? Because some people are there to actually make money, make profit, and survivability, right? Some people are there and they're content content just to cover expenses and get their name out there and be, have a chance to push their brand. So it really mm-hmm. kind of depends on what your motivation is. That makes sense because like when we started working together, getting the whole end caps and stuff, there's a lot more flexibility where, you know, if Eric has to go do this, I can watch his stuff or, you know, same vice versa, you know, that we're not just stuck behind that table the whole time holding our, you know, what for eight hours where, you know, and it's fun because if it is a dull moment, then we can bullshit with each other or or whatever. So there's a lot more to it than just selling the animals. Like, we're talking to all kinds of people, making friends, people coming over. We're going, having the ability to walk around. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's part, that's the part of it. Um, you know. Like, how much do you think, like Andrew, he has an ink cap at Pac Wars since I've known him. 
That's four tables. It's because he's selling like cocoa and stuff mm-hmm. and rodents. But I'm always like, is it worth it to like have somebody be really slowed down because they're just walking ju- past just your stuff for a long time? Is that coverage worth it? Is that why everybody gets more, or is it? But it costs I think it's more a money. Double-edged sword, right? And it depends on if you're flying solo or not. Because if you have an entire end cap, four tables to cover. If you're talking to somebody, if you're busy and you don't have backup and people helping you, that's a that's a lot of people who could be looking and interested, but they see you're busy and they walk away and they go to the next table. Mm-hmm. So yeah. For me, if I'm solo or even if my daughter goes, who's usually with me, I don't like to have more than two tables because that's the effective amount of space that two people can cover. I think if you're going to have four tables, you need to probably have three or four people. Andrew is three or four people, though, by volume. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to move quick. No, yeah, I I agree. I think you can sort of can't handily handle two, but not really. Because, like, somebody's stuck in Boa section. I usually can't cover Colubers at the same time. Uh, What was... Richard asked, how many ball pythons do you think were even sold? I'm not sure how you would estimate this, but you can guess. 312. Great answer. How many did you sell in your little little, uh, friendship group? Oh, that's so cute. Sold seven. How many did you sell, Eric? Five? Five. So 12. 12. So 12. And one boa. Yeah, the bow is lost. And a bow and a tree. <laughs> yeah. So if every one vendor sold five-ish, but most of them were ball, half of them were ball pythons. So maybe 300 tables were ball python tables? Maybe. Is that fair? 300 times Let's say, five? Let's say 200. Let's be conservative, right? That's still 1,000 ball pythons. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. At least there was a lot of our other Arizona breeder friends that come back and check on us and like they were doing good. They were selling the same amount, if not more, you know, eight, nine, ten. So I don't feel like anybody. Well, one person was bummed, but like everybody we talked to, like did enough that they were okay with the show. So, okay, good. Did you have a pick of the show, like a favorite animal you saw somewhere in the show? We were like, wow. We my so favorite busy, animal we literally did not get behind the table or get out from behind the table. Yeah. So oh no! Okay. My favorite animal is the one I actually saw at Pomona last time, and it wasn't there this time. Uh, but um, I bought siblings from that animal between last Pomona and this Pomona to try and help get into that project. But yeah, Dave from uh, Natural State Exotics has some ridiculous hypo puzzle stuff going on. And there's something funky up in his project and trying to get in on that. So Lisa's favorite was a tie uh, the between Jamaican boas and Stephen Cush's scrubs. Did you all get to see either of those? No. Nope. 
That's one thing about vending that does suck is like something could be happening that's cool. You have no fucking idea. Yeah, <laughs> I, I found know. out watching Instagram and YouTube since the show that there were people there that I really would have liked the chance to even just walk up and yeah. say hey with. Uh, mm-hmm. And I didn't even know they were there. And so I'm like, damn it. I like I was that close. <laughs> I probably only glanced like at three or four tables. I, I didn't have time to go look around at all the tables and kind of suck because I kind of wanted to, but there wasn't enough time with moving all my stuff around and getting everything ready. Do you, when you set up on, do you set up on Friday with everybody else or yeah. do you, because you're coming in late, do yeah. you set up early? No, we get there right when setup starts. Yeah. But you don't feel like you have time to go see anybody else? Uh, well, so uh, if we walk around at five o'clock on Friday, up. Yeah, we walk around at half a, five o'clock on Friday. Two thirds of the tables are still empty because all the California people don't show up until yeah. the last second. Oh, that that's a bummer. <laughs> well, they yeah. set up a lot quicker than I do too. I'm I'm like, uh, uh, all my stuff is bulky, so and then I got to set it up, stack it, and so by the time I'm done with that, I don't even want to go walk around. I just want to go to the hotel, shower, and rest for the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm telling Sandy, you just called her bulky. <laughs> Did you get to see the the Centicolas? Centicolas. No, but oddly enough, the I did see the mention of the captive born and bred uh emerald tree boas. Uh they were literally right behind us and I didn't even see those. Dang! Yeah, was, <laughs> like was literally like eight, the, the... eight feet away. <laughs> didn't even see I didn't them. even see them. I saw the beaded lizards next to us. <laughs> they were behind all of Elazar's enclosures. You couldn't see anything. I felt so bad for those guys. Like they were, they were tucked away back there. Yeah. Did they do okay? They had people there though. Okay. Yeah. Are you guys obnoxious like me? Like I'll like go up to people and be like, "How are you doing?" <laughs> like literally asking how much money they sold in the least autistic Absolutely. way possible. But... Absolutely. Okay. Good. <laughs> I think we all do that, but I don't know how honest everybody is. I know right. I hate that. I wish people were like, I I am ecstatic or I am devastated. I wish they would just be honest. The, the only well, way you can tell if they're devastated if they start to like droop, like wilt, like a yeah, flower. Yeah, that's, that's the sounding part, yeah. right? Because if you're having a really good show and you ask somebody and they're having a shitty show, you're like, Yeah, me too. I know, you but know. I just want to but- know. <laughs> But if you're having a shitty yeah, show, you just want to have people who are having a shitty show with you. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, yeah, I get it. But, like, every show is shitty for me because I just don't like shows. So even if I'm selling a lot of snakes, I'm still, like, drooping like a wilted little flower dying in the sun. Because I'm just like, ugh, I'm like, I can't talk to people that much without giving up internally. <laughs> it's just, I don't have it in me. So That's me. I don't, like, I don't like shows. I do it because I have to, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I know Randy likes talking to people, right? Randy, he... do you? I love it. You know, yeah. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really an introvert and an extrovert. Like, it, it's weird. But Randy. as soon as I'm talking about stuff I enjoy and I'm passionate about, I'll talk to anybody. But if I'm not, Randy will keep the same bro like, like talking to people for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About the same ball python too. He don't care. It's exciting. 
I talked about how um, what politics with some guy this weekend for oh god, and I'm not a politics. I don't like talking about politics, but me either. He was interested in talking to me, so I humored him and I talked to him, and I learned a whole lot about him that I didn't necessarily need to know. But it was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed meeting the people. So. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's just like, it feels like I'm trying to turn on like being a human for someone I know is not going to buy my $40 corn snake. And I'm just like pretending. I'm like, <laughs> this sort of charade is. Uh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know if I, I what sure I signed up for. Uh, anybody that leaves, if they're, whether they're buying or not, I don't care. It's like, I'm telling them have a great show. You know, and hopefully they got something that maybe they'll come back. And if not, mm-hmm. I was going to talk to somebody. And if there's nobody at my table, I'm going to talk to them anyway. So yeah, whatever. it is a relief if there's nothing going on and someone will come talk to you just to chat. Like, that's good. But sometimes people are like, I don't know, telling you about their grandma. And there's like 10 people at your table. And you're like, okay, so here's an interesting pr- perspective. Purple Church, who I know is into Colubrid, says... More diversity of species than they've seen in a long time, which would be a direct opposite of what Dan said. So I, I think Dan just hadn't looked at the market at all in a couple of years because he was busy. And then was Listen, if you out. go there looking for the ball pythons or not wanting to see ball pythons, you're going to see a lot of ball pythons. But if you go there with an open mind and you just... Listen, if you don't want to look at ball pythons, then just keep walking. It's just like anything else, right? So, mm-hmm. and look for the tables that have the stuff that has the stuff that intrigues you. I mean, it's, it's, there was literally thousands of video. other things to look at. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, big enough pythons. to walk around and you'll see something other than ball pythons. Yeah. I mean, you, it's you cool know that... what? You know what rivaled the ball pythons? What? Crescent geckos? 3, 3D printed toys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, those yeah. those things table. sell like hotcakes because they're like, and they give them to you in those little deli cups too, like with the lid and everything, like if it was a real gecko or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 30 to 50 bucks, dude, all day long, and they're flying off the tables. What do you think about the people who want them banned from shows because they're too popular and fun and because like they take away actual animals? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like whole vendors will be just. 3D printed stuff now because they're not. I, I'm not even kidding you. There might have been as many 3D printed animals as there were ball pythons. <laughs> <laughs> what about plant vendors? Andrew brings up a good thing or knives. How there was knives? a few. I saw a few plant people. I like plant people. I think they like slot in well. It's not like co- competing because you need a any, with any animal you yep. could also buy a plant. But I think the toys yep. 100% reduce impulse purchasing snakes which is some ways good but then you're like they don't buy anything but toys then it, it, it depends on what purpose they're bought in right are they bought to Keep hey, this kid wants a snake they this kid wants a snake and we're gonna give them this fake ass toy instead that's that's detrimental we don't want that but is it hey these parents are really trying to look at their snakes and their kid is whining and so we're getting this toy to pacify them don't, hmm. i'm a fan of that that's fine <laughs> so what percentage of our market is reliant on on impulse purchase naturally even to the detriment of the snake or lizard or whatever i'm gonna say about 80 (laughs) yeah 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 i would agree it shows i think it's a lot of impulse yeah 
It is. Because then you, especially, I mean, you see that, well, at least here in Arizona at the show that we do like a, at the, you know, the Phoenix Reptile Expo in Mesa, I see people, wow, I just bought this, I bought this. And I ask them, you know, me, it, it just comes naturally, like, do you have a cage for it? And they're like, oh, no, not yet, but I'm going to go to Petco because they have one for sale, a dollar a gallon or whatever. And, you know, it's, I mean, mm -hmm. it helps me talk, try to talk them into something better. But half the time, or I say by 80% of the time, they don't have the money for this. So they just figure they buy the lizard first and then they think about the care afterwards. But then you see them on, you know, Facebook, like, oh, I'm rehoming this. I just bought it at the show. It's like four days later and they're getting rid of it, rehoming it because for whatever reason. I think yeah, it's just impulse buy. Don't want that to happen, really. But like, I'm pretty sure all of my pets, I just manipulated my mother into getting me while, while I was there. What do you think about that theory? Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't be here if I didn't use my childish whining techniques, which I use now. I mean, my husband, right? I think you could argue that to some extent, unless it was a prearranged sale, almost all show purchases are impulse purchases because mm -hmm. you go there with an idea of what you want to buy. But you right, but you're still browsing and just be like, I just want to buy something. Right. right. So you, I mean, you, you may stick to your target of what you want to buy. You may deviate from it totally, but to some degree, they're all impulsive. Well, even you and I are guilty of that, Eric. Remember at the auctions? I did not make any impulse purchases at the <laughs> auction. Also, can we talk about the auctions and the fact that uh, the animals did sell? Uh, That's good. Maybe for. Less than one would hope. What sells the best at auctions is art and booze. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why do people still put up animals? I know. I thought, I don't know, the rumor had been out. Maybe it's just because they have animals and it's like, this is what I have to give right now. Yeah, that's what they have on their table, so that's what they donate. Robert says, Carl, did you put in a good word for me? Who's Carl? I don't know. <laughs> it's very specific sounding, though. Carl's a llama with a hat. Maybe he meant Carla. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe Carla. Yeah. All right. We have no context for that. That's awesome. There was a yakisoba booth? Was there? That sounds awesome. Oh, he wants one. Okay. All right. What ball python morph? Do you think was the highlight of the show? The the Spider. Puzzle, puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> it was inside joke. that response. <laughs> <laughs> well, canceled. Sorry, the whole show is canceled now. So congratulations. Uh, Troy had some. Uh, listen, I am. Uh, well, I wasn't. I don't know how I feel now, but Troy had some pretty impressive monarch stuff. Hmm. Like, I guess the question is like, what was the the hype? So, like, when they came to your table, they're like, "I just came from blah blah blah," and I thought that was, shit was crazy. Like, was there like a a hype around the monarch stuff? No. No. Okay. Definitely no, wasn't that was sunset you guys showed me either. What was the sunset combo? No, I, I said it definitely wasn't the sunset. They showed me because I, I know nothing about ball pythons, right? So, mm -hmm. uh. He That's asked okay. me, you know, I, I, I showed him a sunset. And I'm like, all right, you're not a ball python person. <laughs> What's your take on this animal? And it was like a 150 gram sunset, right? It was still in the quote unquote pretty phase of sunset. Peak sunset. 
Yes, yes. And uh, his response was, it's okay. <laughs> and uh, and then I explained to him that as it gets bigger, it's going to get browner. Yeah, and what was my response? I thought that the next, the one next over, that was probably a five hundred dollar snake, looked way better. Yeah. What was it? I don't. Know. The one that you said had like pastel, and I remember the nice one. There was two yeah. of them alike that you guys were looking at. Oh, are you talking about the the pastel NGDG hypos? Yeah, probably. Those are way prettier. Hmm. Yeah, I got one of those. Problem is, he has like boas, so they actually have red, real red in them. Like not pretend red, like dirty red. So he's he's gonna be spoiled already. I have some red boas. These guys. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you already know what red actually looks like in the sunset. Right. <laughs> like there's can, no red in the sunset. Wait, Andrew gifted a membership. You can do that. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it's like Twitch where you can buy, like you can, really. It's and then it's just someone who has commented ever gets to be a member for a month for free or whatever. Oh, Thank you, so Andrew. Does it start a hype train? Uh, I'll take any hype train I can get. Cherokee costs a lot. Okay. <laughs> I like that it even matches. It's like it's in the right color scheme and everything. Yeah, listen, I have you did well. autistically do this exact same thing every all the time, including color scheme. So, mm -hmm. all right. Do you think that the desert ghost feelings are positive again because? Uh, whoopsie it's monogenic after all what do we think about that i think i've heard plenty of people talking about they like desert ghost this desert ghost that lately i think maybe uh people have short-term memory i hope when it comes to that stuff because you know prices are all... jumping back up yet, though. well no prices are jumping up right they just might slow like the, I, I don't expect any prices to jump up, and I think you talk about that in the stock report stuff. Is I, I don't think we'll ever see it go back up. It just may stop dro dropping. At the, Unless you make a world's first, right? The then combo is still high yeah. or higher than the base market. Jump LSR, it can huh? go up. It's world first. No, I'm saying in ball pythons, right? I mean, when you guys, uh, when the ball people make a world's first, it's like. It's up here, and then all of a sudden, it just because everybody else makes it right, right it after. Up, it didn't go up because there was nothing before it. Oh. Right, the first instance of it is like a new price curve, basically. Yeah. But to your point, yes, uh, you know, add one code on world first. <laughs> incomplete dominant. Sorry, my bad. Right. So, like, if there's like a like a clade of you know, a, a recessive plus one codomp together, their prices will shift together down as things get more complex above them. So you, if you just add one again, it doesn't necessarily jump that one way, way high. They'll like shift down together. So like DG Clown plus one G next year won't be 7K. It probably shouldn't be 7K this year, but what? nobody listens to me. So everything dg clown plus one gene will be whatever it's going to be next year um in but in boa world it's much more amorphous like it looks extra beautiful plus three thousand dollars you know <laughs> it's the same genes but it, it was selectively bred or whatever so right. like, it's even more frou-frou like it's just more attractive 
it's red rum plus three thousand dollars you know so <laughs> i mean ball pythons in many ways actually make more sense which don't tell anybody i said that <laughs> we're still sticking with the plan to put desert ghost in everything i mean it just makes everything is, is that is that dg the same thing i hear people saying about uh there's like two or three different types of it yes that's the one okay See, i'm learning something listening to you guys you are mm-hmm. <laughs> proud of you uh or sad for you i'm not sure yeah it was head it was pretty sleepy richard do you all like the it sunset was, cloud it was, it was beautiful it was my favorite animal i've ever seen uh wink uh-huh yeah okay yeah. strong strong wink All right. Any other questions? It's been about an hour and a half. If there's no more questions, thank you everybody for coming. But would you vend again the Pomona? Wait, wait. I, before we do that one, last question. Do you think there's seasonal variation between the summer show and the winter show? Like, would you rather do a summer show over a winter show or vice versa? Do you think they, they go away on vacation and they don't turn out? From what I hear, and Randy, you've been to more of these than I have, but I've heard that the January shows usually are better than the summer shows. Um, but this year could be different because this year the summer show is going to be a gigantic combination show of reptiles, plants, fish, and birds. Aquatic birds, birds, yeah. With more space or less space? Oh, yeah. No, the, the whole Pomona. Yeah, all like, buildings mm-hmm. full. Whole thing oh is, is going to be and so. so I'm assuming Earth, this fish. is like the final question. Like you're vending again in the summer. You did good enough. You are excited to see the 100%. pet explosion. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 50 50. What if you just I'll brought boas and no PVC? Do you think that'd make it more fun or less fun? Well, I just think I'll bring like smaller stuff that's more uh so instead of I don't know if you can see. I'll turn this. The racks. Yeah. So so instead of bringing like stacks, I'll bring individual uh, so they can stack if they want it. So like a single rack for the people that just buy the one snake and be like, hey, a hundred bucks. And that's more, I think, would sell because they'll be like, oh, it's only a hundred bucks. I can house my snake inside of a PVC rack if they have two, but they can just buy two of them and stack them on top of each other versus like, oh, no, I can't afford, you know, 450 bucks. Right. Or, so right. I think if I do do it, I'll do something like that where everything's and, – and make it fit on a pallet and take a pallet jack instead of wheeling one or two things at a time, get the pallet jack, wheel in two pallets, and I'm done. Did you have to rent so, a box truck or something? No, I have a truck in a trailer, but okay. yeah. All right. So, yeah, I yeah the the like impulse buy small cages, small racks. Right. A lot of sense to me. I do know who made the most. I mean, that always does good in any show, and 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 I'm, I'm I don't know if you guys will agree with me, but uh, Rami. No, well, yeah, besides him, <laughs> uh, Juan the. Uh, Castles for Reptiles, the wood guy that sells nothing but wood and branches, he always makes a killing. No matter where he's at, which show he vends, he sells a lot. Well, we should all get wood then. 
Right. <laughs> I thought I about like getting pallets of wood, and then I'm like, it's really big. It's like volume and heavy. So then you're always like moving around a bunch of volume. So you might make money, but it's a lot of labor and space. Yeah. It's, it's a family ran, and it's like four or five of them, and they, they got it down. I mean, they go in there, they set up, and they even break down and you know, pretty quick. They they they're pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. All right, Eric, would you vend next summer? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I think if nothing else, Rami puts on a great show, and um, even if I just broke even, the the amount of people you get to meet, the amount of exposure you get, uh, I think it still makes it worthwhile. I would like to break even and always do that, but. Um, that would be, yeah, I, I don't, at this point, I don't have any plans of dropping out of any, any of the super shows. Uh, and also, uh, I, I'm publicly not a sunset fan, but I'm a huge proponent of the people who are sunset fans. That's fine. Is there some sort of sunset? No, so, but hold on. Uh, so Leviathan, and I love you live Leviathan, but he says, I think Justin spot knows sunset DG hypo is looking better with every video. That might be, but if you have to put spot nose, DG, and hypo in it to make sunset look good, that's a lot. <laughs> I don't rem- I kind of remember it, but I don't remember it that much. Uh, so I don't know. Randy, would you bend the Pomona Super Show next summer? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep going. Like this year was just odd. Every show we've done before, we've done really good. Like I haven't been disappointed, so there's a million reasons why, you know, and it could have even been me. I wasn't feeling great. Maybe I wasn't putting myself out there. You know, there's we're gonna continue to go. It's a great show. I love meeting the people. I have some of the best conversations after the show with everybody at the auctions and wherever else we go after that. And you know, just meeting people. So wouldn't pass it up. Just as long as gas is paid, maybe the bar tab this next time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might try to move. I guess you'll have to like have a you know battle royale to decide who chooses like to move it forward in the building. Yeah, instead we'll of in the back. Talk some really nice things to Rami and see what he has to say. So. I'll give him a massage. He gives me on the along the wall. <laughs> I'll let you give him a massage if he moves us forward. On behalf of all of us, how about that? Right. Or get the thirsty cougar to do it. That she was into that anyway. Right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Jennifer. Uh, yeah, if you're lucky, we'll go to West Texas. But I don't know right now. I don't know. I have to like sync it up with like the El Paso show or something. Maybe. I want to try the El Paso show. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to get down there and like have an excuse to be down there that makes sense. <laughs> I know they sell really good tacos, so that's the only reason why I will go. I mean, I'll go for the tacos. I'm sure there's lots of good tacos on the way to El Paso, too, though. No, not like these. I'm going to take you one day. You're going to be like, oh, you were right. What's it called? And you know me. You have like a name of the taco stand? I don't remember the name of it, but these tacos are soft. It's like they pull them out of the grease. They're like sopping wet. They're soft. And Call just the Jack, flavor Jack is like on point. And these guys know me. I'm I'm a fat ass. I love to eat. Like everything I do is that has to do with food. So, hmm. 
All right. Yeah, I guess tacos are worth a trip. The chat uh, agrees. All right. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Thank you for all the super chats, all of the, you know, dono members. And members get, uh, what do they get? I don't even know. They get a dumb live stream on Sundays where I screech, you know, womanly screeching about whatever snake stuff. They get early access to the auction lists now that only members get to see what's going to be on the auction block. And they get custom emojis. That's all you get. That's all I have for you people. (laughs) Just just said that she's sending out nudes after a year of membership. Mm -hmm. I'll just like let let that be like a baby. And then we'll see what happens. Right now I make like 30 cents. Thank you, you Morphorium. For the cougars. Oh look! Thank you, Leviathan. He or she or both of them together there right now <laughs> want you Thanks to well. buy Sunset. The best part about it to me is that it looks like GHI, but is orangey brown, like pattern wise. So I want to see like a Sunset tri stripe because I love GHI tri stripes. That's the best part to me. Okay, let's get the hell out of here. Thank you, everybody in chat. We're leaving. Thanks for having us. Bye, everybody. Go to the next Pomona Super Show and buy some fish and birds and, and reptiles. Bye.